And joining uh, me in the studio right now is Simon Kingsley Holmes uh, for some film talks. Hello, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Good. Yes, I'm here. I've got nothing but films to talk about because that's basically my life at the moment. Uh, yes, I've, um, so uh, there was about five cinema releases this week and because i did a terrible job i've seen one of them but i have also seen a dvd release that was out this week that didn't get to the cinemas we'll get to that one but uh, the film i did see at the cinema was patty cakes which some people have seen at the film festival um it's directed by i think a, a, if i'm right it's a, a debut director jeremy jasper um and it tells a story of a girl called uh what's um patricia dombrovsky aka killer p aka patty cakes Last Larger white working class girl who aspires to be a rap superstar. She works whatever jobs come her way uh, and hangs out with her best mate Jerry, who works at the local uh, chemist. Together they dream of hip hop glory as uh, Jerry uh, tries to scrape them whatever gigs in whatever dive will have them. Inevitably, along the way, Patty has to endure jibes about her size and questions of her legitimacy as a rapper due to her colour. But also, she has a love hate relationship at home with her failed uh, rock star mum. And into all of this comes um, an African-American alt-metal weirdo called Bastard the Antichrist, quite fantastically, um, who helps, who sort of re reluctantly agrees to help them record a single in his shed in which he lives. Um, and opinion seems to have been divided on this one. It's uh, some people like it, some people really don't like it. Um, I'm in the former camp, I have to say. I was watching it. Uh, <laughs> God almighty, Simon, get it together. I, uh, yeah, I did go and watch it. That's why I'm reviewing it. Um, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was... Uh, I thought it was... Um it's it's cliched it's let's get this out of the way it's it's got it's it's cliched most of that is fine though it goes a couple of cliches too far i think the whole subplot with this uh, bastard the antichrist doesn't really work it's kind of like a a subverted stereotype too far or oh, she's uh, she's white and she's a girl but she likes to she wants to be in rap or oh, he's black but he's all metal kind of punky kind of guy and you know phew, you know not everybody conforms to stereotypes you go i know but um and and there's a sort of yeah, the, the, that whole subplot doesn't quite work and there's other little bits that sort of um make are a little bit cringe but i have to say for all that's wrong with it it's one of those films where everything that was right about it just cancelled that out it didn't matter to me i was happy to be in its company there was a review i was directed to on the av club and i like the av club by and large but this one uh, actually kind of rubbed me up the wrong way because they really didn't like it and what i got what came across really was that they didn't like it because it was sort of uh working class drama they're all the same and it sort of thought well you know what woody allen films are all the same i think you know leave it alone there seemed to be a certain snobbery because it was like it was oh it's working class so she's poor she's got issues and, like, and to an extent it's like well it is kind of like yeah mum's a failed rock star there's not a great relationship there it's a bit tough it's a bit gritty and okay it's fine but the point of these films is not you know oh you know um uh, a few years ago i was at film school they, uh, another crew took in a screening of uh, Ken Loach's Sweet Sixteen. Girl came out of it at the end. She said, "I didn't like that film. I knew it was going to end that way, and I, it annoyed me because I thought the point is not um, how it will end. The point is it will end that way. Let's look at why it ends that way. That's what these that's what these films are about. That's what these lives are about. And there seemed to be a distinct um, uh, feel of that from the AV Clubs one. It's yes, it has those elements, but." It has, has charm and 
wit and actually I think it has quite a subversive side to it it looks on the face of it because um, a lot with a lot of these um cliched moments for example the there's a moment in which they're recording in the shed and then all of a sudden and it sounds like they're recording in a shed then the sound changes and it becomes a lot more polished in the middle of this song and you realize that um and on the face of it it's just going oh that's just rubbish it's just it's just elevating it to something that it's not but of course the point is that's in their heads no one ever says that the, that the record that they're recording in bastard shed is the best thing ever no in fact if anything the people the people who are nice to them say that this isn't the best thing ever but it's it's about uh it's about the varnish that they put on it in their own heads uh, but actually the film is showing you that uh is, is keeping very realistic about their chances and that's what i liked about it it wasn't pushing them to um it wasn't pushing it too far it wasn't saying you know they do one record recording and someone goes oh my god this is the best thing ever i've got to drop everything and make you the biggest superstars in the world it's sort of like no within their own little sphere they're becoming the biggest superstars in the world i really liked it the, uh, I re that's what i really liked about it i thought it had it did have subversion to it if you if you know if you're looking for it the girl in the main role i mean she if nothing else she absolutely makes this a four-star movie her name's danielle mcdonald she's a sort of relative newcomer uh, she's actually australian and here she is playing uh, a new jersey rapper apparently she had to learn the new jersey accent and learn how to rap for this role now but i can't speak i can't speak to the authenticity of her uh new jersey accent i wouldn't know i can't speak to the authentic the greatness of her skills as a rapper i don't know what i can say is she has got movie star charisma and presence to burn i mean she's really really brilliant and here's hoping that this will be a huge stepping stone for her into bigger roles and that she's not i mean you know hopefully she's not going to end up as you know that'll be like oh well done well done to that working class drama larger girl now go away or worse still she'll have big roles she'll be stuck playing you know the comedy fat girl in a bunch of hollywood movies hopefully what this will be is a big springboard to bigger things and and lots of diverse roles the whole cast really really are good there's a lovely supporting role from uh kathy moriarty who people will know as uh vicky lamotta from raging bull she's now playing the grandmother in this and uh yeah she's really great i mean she really really just sort of dives into this role with a plum she gets uh she's a lot more to do than you think she's gonna get to do without giving anything away um and yeah i i just really really liked it i've i was i was just happy to be there so um and then uh, the other film I saw this week was, uh, as I say, a DVD release. Didn't see the inside of a, a cinema screen, and I'm annoyed about this. It's called Free Fire. It's the new film by Ben Wheatley. It's a 70s-set crime thriller set in a disused Docklands warehouse in 70s Massachusetts. This is a crime thriller about an arms deal gone wrong. So you have two Irish guys, Chris and Frank, played respectively by Killian Murphy and Michael Smiley. They're in town supposedly to pick up some M16s. With them, they have a couple of wasters, Steve-O and Bernie, who are there to help out with the deal and helping conduct the deal are middle uh, middle woman justine played by brie larson and smooth talking who's uh, uh ord uh, played by army hammer who's sort of a uh, an umpire to the deal and bringing the guns are this preening narcissistic idiot called vernon played by shalto copley from south africa and a failed black panther called martin played by a very good actor called babu sise and uh, their boys harry and gordon so it all goes you know argumentatively but according to plan until two characters recognize each other from a previous dust up a shot is fired and from thence all hell breaks loose i had a whale of a time with this movie it is 86 minutes of lean mean ballistic fun and it's 
totally Ben. But if you know director Ben Wheatley's uh, previous work, uh, working with his uh, writer and uh, in real life partner Amy Jump, um, this is totally their their wheelhouse. This is you know va- this is a film that's uh, a sort of off kilter genre film with a real seventies inflection, obviously because it's set in the seventies. But um, and it's. Uh, it explores those grey areas between uh, the the humorous and the horrific. And so if you've, if you've seen their previous films like um, uh, Kill List or Sightseers or A Field in England or High Rise, they're really, really terrific. And this is just just good fun. It's a, be- it's a, it's a gunfight in which no, they barely hit each other. It's all about them firing off rounds and missing each other and bit by bit like hitting each other. And it just becomes this increasingly absurd, bloody gunfight between uh, as they're all crawling around trying to miss each other, catch each other, and whatever. Um, and it's very funny. It's really the the cast are just having a ball, and that can sometimes be a problem because you go, they're having a good time. I'm not. No, not in this case. They're all giving everything. They're all as smart as each other and also as daft as each other. They keep making mistakes, and that's what really takes you through is that they're they're a bit rubbish <laughs> this, uh, all, all together. And that's 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 what I really liked about this this film. Um, unfortunately, as I said, it hasn't seen the inside of a cinema, and I am I am annoyed about this because this is yet another example of great really really great films that aren't going into the cinemas it seems like there's been ones like midnight special inherent vice um and uh, american honey all these big sort of us uk genre movies by big directors with big stars and they just they just get dumped onto dvd here or they get a token festival screening much like uh, ben wheatley's previous film high rise which was tom hiddleston sienna miller jeremy irons big cast big movie no cinema release. What the hell's going on? I'm annoyed about this, and so my film of the week is Free Fire, just to annoy the cinemas because I'm I'm frankly sick of this. There are people out there. If you I, if you can't sell a big action movie with Killian Murphy, Charlto Copley, Brie Larson, Army Hammer, executive produced by Ben Wheatley, to people, if you can't put a trailer up in the cinema and say that's interesting, isn't it? What the hell are you doing? You know. So it's uh, I. So this is film of the week. Free Fire. Get it on DVD, get it on Blu-ray, go to Fatso and get it. Don't download it because you're a bad person. But um, just go and see it because it's it's really, really well worth your time. It's just 86 minutes of your time. It's really good fun. It's, you know, bloody brutal fun. If you like that sort of thing, have a good time with it. Um, and, yeah, it's... it's um it's it was it's a real highlight it's a, it's a hidden gem if you go and check it out you'll have a good time with it awesome thank you very much thank you. uh for that comprehensive rundown <laughs> uh free fire uh is not in cinemas now yeah. but patty cakes is. is yes definitely go see that as well uh 14 minutes away from 10 o'clock you